Hello, welcome to Mentoring Deep Podcast with Sam Semako. I have a guest here with me. Um, get to meet her. Hello, my name is Sandra Chikan, and it's great to be here on Mentoring Deep. Okay, who is Sandra Chikan? Uh, Sandra Chikan is an entrepreneur, a mother, an educationist, a performance consultant, and the list goes on. <laughs> okay, let's start from performance consultant. What exactly does that mean? Yeah. It just means that um, you strive to ensure that people give their best to whatever it is they're involved in. Um, they maximize their potential. First and foremost, they get aware of what they have uh, in terms of skill, in terms of just um, attitude, even in terms of work, and then see how you can optimize uh, that, what they have and what they're doing. You encourage them using certain skill sets, certain training, and uh, just more like coaching, if you may say so. Okay, can you give us insight into some other things you do? Um, I know some people know you. Uh, when they hear Sandra, Sandra Chikan, the name is synonymous with something. Yeah, but I know you do much more than that. Can you just share more? Yeah. Well, um, many people here know me with my organization called Kingdom Kids Club, which uh, is a non-profit focused on uh, orphan and vulnerable children. We also run an orphanage, and uh, people have now come to know me as the founder of the orphanage. But Kingdom Kids is much more than that. It's it's an NGO that focuses on just alleviating the pain and suffering of OVCs, orphan and vulnerable children. So um, that's primarily what I do. Um, running that non-governmental organization, I continually see the need for us to reach out to uh, this set of people. Our target beneficiaries are, uh, we call them single orphans or double orphans. Single orphans, someone who has lost one parent. Double orphans, someone who's lost both. And talking about that, we're talking about children um, 18 and under. And the reason why we focus on this group of children is because we understand that they are our present and they are our future. Meaning that what we do with them now will determine uh, the kind of society that we're going to see in future. So if you train your children well now, you're going to find out that you're raising a generation of adults who are able to deal with the issues of the society. I think it was Mandela that said that the wealth of a nation is seen in how they treat their children. And so that's why we focus on that set. And Another reason why we focus on them is because my motivation is my story. I went through similar circumstances, and so I feel that um, this is my assignment. This is a calling from God to also reach out to people who are in my shoes. Like the saying goes, uh, they're sitting where I sat, so I can empathize, I can understand to a certain degree the pain and the grief of sorrow of a loss uh, of loss of uh, a parent so understanding that pain and grief uh, it's at different levels for different people but at least i have an inkling of what pain what that pain uh, looks like and that's what we try to do by providing 
certain levels of intervention, short-term, medium-term, and long-term. Short-term, we provide immediate, um, maybe food, drink. Uh, Long-term, we provide education, we provide life skills, training, uh, and then we provide shelter. Um, We have also now moved into the season where we're focusing on adoption and fostering because we understand that every child needs a home. And our target and our focus is family-oriented care, alternative care like uh, the United Nations um, um, is now focusing on. But truly, we understand that every child needs a home. No child should grow up in an orphanage. So we are there as a stopgap or temporary uh, short-term shelter. But uh, ultimately, we seek to see that every child is located in a home. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. Wow, this is awesome. Um, I was about going to touch on your life, but you have actually said that. What has? What are the lessons life has taught you? Um, a couple of lessons. The first thing is, just because you went through an experience doesn't mean everybody will understand your pain. Um, and so what you need to focus uh, on is how do I harness the, the memories, the, the pain, even the, the, the process of healing? How do I, as a person, how do I deal with that? And having dealt with that, how am I able to transfer that knowledge to other people? Um, I'm a Christian, so in the Bible, God talks to us about um, saying that with the same uh, comfort that we have received, we comfort other people. So that's what I've learned, that I go through an experience, tough, painful, hard, and when I go through it, it's uh, my ability to go through it and my ability to come out of it is a sign that God wants to use that to help another person. Life is not about me. It's not about you. Life is about um, we coming into this world as complete people, special people, unique people that God wants to use to show himself to other people. So it's like you're here on assignment. You've gone through all these circumstances and situations, but it's for a reason. It's so that somebody else can look at you and find the courage to move on, can look at you and know that there is hope, can look at you and find out, find um, solace in the fact that if this person went through it, I can go through it and I can become better, bigger, greater, and more impactful, and um, I can be a sign and a wonder. So those are lessons that I've Okay, um, a young woman, a young man is starting out he's a graduate now and wants to start life what are the things you would say to such a young man or a young woman you know um running an organization i i meet a lot of graduates and uh in recent times i've i'm starting to ask myself and that's why i ventured into education because there's a level of training that you need to have to be able to go into the world, like they say, uh, you need to know that it's not just going through university, having your certificate or your quality, like we said, but it's um, getting those skills, 
not just the 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 theory of what you've learned but the practical skills that are needed to function in your area of coding so if i don't have it and our education system uh is a little bit it's is obsolete my brother so that at this point what you study is not what you find yourself doing and that's the case with so many of us so for a graduate in this day and age i would say first and foremost uh yes you've gone to school but what are the skills that you have what can you do practically can you sell can you blend tomato can you can bake you can you organize an event can you volunteer somewhere are you good at, at arranging things skills. Do you have computer skills? Do you have people skills? Do you know how to talk? Yeah, hey, communication skills and all that. What are the skills that you have? Because when push comes to shove, it's not what you read. It's, it's what is not, it's not that quality. Skills. It is the skills that you have and how you can use it in a place to benefit that place. Because whatever, wherever you're going, uh, the relationship has to be mutually beneficial. If I, what are you bringing to the table? Everybody or anybody who's going to employ you is going to ask, what are you bringing here? Yes, we're looking for such and such a person, but if you come here, what is it that you're going to add to this uh, organization? And so for any graduate there, I'm just going to emphasize the, the skills. I have people who come looking for jobs and they can't even string a sentence. Hmm. How do, where do you put them? You know, so if you find out that you, you, you're lacking in those skills, then use the time from the time you've graduated to the time when you're going to get a job. Use the time to also learn some skills and develop yourself. You would know the areas that you are lacking and try and fill those gaps. Connect with people. Networking is good. Connect with people who are already doing the things that you want to do. Connect with people who have gone ahead of you that you want to follow after. Read books. Some of those people, you might not never meet them face to face, but you can access them through their books. You can access a lot of material on the internet. Google, use that to study, to research. Don't just use it to uh, listen to uh, <laughs> gossip, but use it to build yourself. Because I tell you, time is coming when it is only those who are skillful, those who can add value that will consistently be used and consistently climb up the ladder in whatever area uh, of influence or calling that you you want to so okay last week um something was heavy on my mind and of course on friday i mentioned it on radio um then i shared with some people it got to a point just like you said i just realized see you go through four years or five years and you come out and you are carrying your shoulders you're saying i'm a graduate but it's not just about the certificate, you know. So, and I kept, and I said, and another thing I realized, I think um, someone called me, a friend. She owns a boutique. She has, she's also an instructor in um, an institution that is well recognized, you know. So, she called me and we're talking. She's organizing an event and we're talking and... Um, uh, it got to a point I said, I pray that you get a team that can help you. Of course, I need a team to, to help me with what I'm doing. Then, and I said, it just occurred to me, and I said, because that's what I've been, and I, uh, service, I'm actually talking about service. You know, and I said, would any, uh, let's assume that a young lady who just graduated uh, come to you and said, uh, comes to you and said, I, I want to 
uh, ma, I want to serve you in the next five, seven years. So I asked that, my friend, and I said, after seven years, and the lady comes in and said, I want to start my own. I want to start something now. And I asked her, will that lady be successful? She said, of course, yes. Even the contacts that I have, she gets to have access to them. So, and that's the cross of the matter for me. I said, I get to a point, we should get to a point that where you are schooling or immediately after school, your graduation, go and serve. And I said, trade secrets are found in service. What's your view, ma'am? Uh, I agree totally. Honestly, um, I work with nonprofits. So here for us, we talk about volunteering and tons of us. I mean, I volunteered way before I even knew I was going to be doing this. Every week I was going to visit another orphanage and I was serving there. If uh, people needed something to do, I would look at my first job. The job I was hired to do, I was doing much more because if there was anything that needed to be, I was the go-to person. I ensured that I was right there. First, I was very punctual. Secondly, the work that I was given, I would do it. And if I finished, I would go and ask if there was anything else. Service is the way. I mean, um, even Jesus said that if you humble yourself, you'll be exalted. I think that when people serve, what they're saying is that, I am taking this position because I know that I'm getting to the top. So for now, I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to learn the ropes. I'm going to learn everything that I need to know at this point because I don't know it. I acknowledge first and foremost that somebody knows more than I know. That's humility. And humility is your key to growth, to success, to elevation. So uh, volunteering or service is the answer to a successful future. So for anybody who wants to become something, like you said, and you gave that perfect example, go serve in a place. What happens when you serve, and you serve, not just serve, but you serve faithfully. Because we've had volunteers who say, oh, I want to volunteer, come one day, two days, three days, they start complaining because we don't understand volunteering here. So if I say I want to volunteer, he's like, I want a job, but because you're not giving me a job, I want to come and say, I want to volunteer. While I'm doing that, maybe, you know, something will come. But no, you come with a heart and mind to serve. As you are serving, you're learning. Like you said, trade secrets, you're learning. You're making connections. You're meeting people and you're developing yourself. You're developing skills that you will use uh, when you're yes when you're done with that. So uh, any graduate out there, anybody who is looking for a job, go and serve. Go and serve. You heard that? Go and serve. Uh, the secret, the trade secrets are in service. Um, your four year or your five years in the university is never enough. It's never never enough. And if you're an undergraduate, you're in 200, 200, um, I think there is a time for you to start um, that work experience that they always demand for. You can go volunteer somewhere. And like uh, Sandra Chikan said, serve faithfully. Give your heart to the service. I remember I always say mine when I said volunteering with Project International. I didn't, not because I wanted a job. I was just there when I saw their calendar. I just oh, I would do this through voluntary service. My mind, I said no, I would need to be part of this. And for six years thereabout, I volunteered. 
I do some other things by the side, but I was always there to serve, you know. So go and serve. Ma, your final word. Um, you know, there's there are tons of people out there. I can't remember the statistics of unemployed youth out there or graduates out there, but I tell you that there's a spot for you. There's a space for you. Every single person that God brought into the world, there's something that you were born to do. Find that thing. Be faithful to your calling. Be faithful to building yourself, to learning a skill, and then give it your best shot in prayer, in, in, in service, like we said, and even in developing yourself. Never, ever, ever think that you know it all, you've learned it all, you know you're the best, or even that at that time, even the best of the best, you know, billionaires that we know, um, CEOs, entrepreneurs of this world, they keep working, they keep learning, they keep serving people, and they keep becoming. So keep at it. Keep at it. Thank you for listening. This Once again, this is Sam Semako. I've been with uh, Mrs. Sandra Chikan. Um, CEO, no, not CEO now. <laughs> Eddie, coordinator of uh, Kingdom Kids Club and Orphanage. Thank you, Ma. We are so glad to have you here. It's been a great time. Thank you for having me.